Welcome back to your new favorite podcast, For Anyone Who Cares, with your co-host Jordan. And your co-host Taylor. This is going to be more of a chill episode this week. We're just going to get into catching up and possibly maybe a quiz or two here or there. Well, getting right into what's been going on in our lives and talking to each other about it and just letting anyone who's listening know what's going on. I think we can start with the fact that I'm officially... 28 years old. Ew. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like I have moments for, where I feel like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm 28. Like, it's like another day. And then I have moments where I'm like, ooh, I'm 2 to 30. And I just don't feel like I've done a whole lot with my life. Or I haven't, like, I just don't imagine that I am where I guess I thought I would be. I feel like that's everyone, though. I know. Like, in regards to career, jobs, entrepreneurship, or being married, dating, having babies. Where you want to be. Yeah. But I'm, I know I'm very indecisive, so there's really no telling exactly. I've probably changed my mind a million times over the years on where I think I would be right now. But honestly, I'm okay with this. Yeah. And trying new things. Yeah. You'll get there. You know, Kara, my friend, she jokes a lot. She's like, Ooh, you're close to 30 because she knows it stresses me out. I'm like, stop. Yeah. With anyone listening last year, especially when I turned 27, you were way more upset about it than I was. Because I'm upset that I'm getting close (laughs) to 30. So, yeah. (laughs) Because I don't know if anyone has listened previously, but we're two years apart. I'm the older sister. So, and my birthday is in April. Taylor's is in May. So... I'll be it hits me it's your turn I'll be 26 yeah whenever you turn 30 I'm gonna be like crap you're gonna be exactly where I'm right behind you yeah uh I try not to think too much about it and honestly 30 isn't even old I think when you're not when you're in your early 20s you think that it is but really I have the same like I still feel young but it's kind of it's kind of sad though because Once you get into your late 20s, you realize, oh, I'm not in my early 20s anymore. I'm not that cool, like... It's because it's the end of a chapter. It's like when you're in your teens, like your child, and then once you hit 20, it's like, oh, okay. You're acknowledging the number signifies like a chapter change almost. Yeah, and also like younger people are like, oh, you're old. I know, brutal. (laughs) It's sad. But for my birthday this year, we wanted to do something different, so we went to Nashville, which is not far off from where we are right now. I went to Nashville with Taylor and her boyfriend, Garrett, sweet Garrett, and our mama met up with us later, and honestly, highlight-wise, it was really chill when shopping at Aerie, and people there were so flippin' nice, oh my gosh. They were, their customer service was It was on one. Yes. So, so sweet. And then we ended up going to Topgolf and I've never played Topgolf before. And I think that was definitely like one of the highlights of the day for me because like I've only ever played mini golf, but I've always wanted to try that kind of golfing, like actually trying to hit a target or trying to like get it far, like really far versus like putt-putt, you know, like, oh, I'm going two feet this way. Yeah. Now you could try to get like two yards or something crazy. Like that's, it it was fun. It was something different. I definitely would do that again. Like, I would make that a thing to do every time I go to Nashville. It's a fun activity because every time we go, we just go to bars. So it was something 
that neither one of us have done. Yeah, it was definitely more social and just active and just, yeah, yeah, like I just want to do more stimulating activities. It was a fun environment. And then the dessert they brought was just like, girl, loved it. And Garrett, plus Garrett, for just wanting to keep playing with me and like going, even though you were like tapping out. I was like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) He's fun. He is. He's so sweet. I love him. And I even tell him I love him. (laughs) And he says it back. (laughs) We thought that he was going to be awkward whenever she told him that she loves him. He's like, love you too. Well, he was kind of hesitant the first time. Like, he wasn't sure that he heard it come from my mouth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, this is going to be how it is. (laughs) Like, I'm going to say it. Now he just says it. And you're going to say it back. And then whenever we did go out that night, we went to Penn's Mechanical. And I've never been to, like, an arcade bar before. And that was fun. Like I love that. I literally, if I ever do bars again in Asheville, like, I just want to go to that one. Same. Like, I don't care to do the whole Broadway hopping and all that stuff. We've done Broadway so many times, and I'm really it's over so it. packed and busy. Mm-hmm. Penn's Mechanical, it was not crowded. Granted, on my birthday, which is was April 8th, the next day was Easter. So everybody probably True. was going to bed early because they had to go to, they were going to church the next day. I was wondering, I'm like... That's probably exactly why. It was, it was, it was almost dead, which was fine. Cause I honestly wasn't there to be super social and like talk to a bunch of people. I just wanted to hang out with you guys. So I was perfectly fine with that. Yeah. It was nice. They had like the large, um, beer pong things that you can like play. They had Jenga, like large Jenga. They had like bowling. They had the arcade games, the pinball games. It was just, it was a good time. What's the game that me and Garrett were playing? Is it, it's something combat. I didn't know y'all were playing a game. Yeah, before you guys came back, we were playing I didn't know one that. of the... We were probably playing Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah. <laughs> and I got into it. That's so And cute. I kept beating him. Really? Yes. Oh, I would have loved that. I did not know y'all played that. It's addicting. Yeah, I know. It's like, a, it's a big game out there. Before we did go out, Taylor did my hair. And let me just say for you a second... You were obsessed. Yes. Yeah. I'm literally obsessed. I sent Taylor, I still had the hair most basically all week. I like dry shampooed and I rocked it. And I was like, I ain't washing it. I'm like, we're just going to brush and keep going. And it didn't look bad or it felt. It didn't. You you could feel it. Like I could feel the product in it. But other than that, it held together so well. And I was just like, shoot, I feel put together for work. But also I'm not having to deal with it. I know um, my hair, whenever I do that, it doesn't get, it doesn't seem as oily, I guess. It's because of all the product in it. And they say, though, that dirty hair is easier to style because it holds all that stuff better. And I I definitely can see where that comes from now. But, yes, I was obsessed. I, like, sent you a snap. What was it, like, Monday? And Mm -hmm. I was like, this is my new personality now. (laughs) I was, like, obsessed. It looks good on you. Like, I love it. I just love the look of the waves like that. I'm very 90s today. Yes, girl, yes. I love it. And if you're listening to this, check out our Instagram which is F-A-W-C podcast for anyone who cares podcast. And that's the handle. Check it out because I'm sure this fit will be on there and y'all can go check it out and like it. You sure will. Mm-hmm. I just want to live in this outfit. It looks cozy. It's comfortable, but cute. Actually, I saw a TikTok recently where um, this girl found a bunch of dresses with that ribbed material like that mm-hmm. at Walmart. Hmm. And then there was yeah, even like TJ Maxx. There was like a pink oversized Rolling Stone shirt too at Walmart. You but know, Walmart's, they're sold out. Walmart's popping off. They have stepped up in the clothing department I know. like over the past like couple years. I always forget to go look, but I know that they have some cute clothes. 
I don't I don't think about it unless I see something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, like it's just not a normal thing my brain thinks of. I think mm-hmm. food when I go or, or products necessities. Yeah. Other exciting news for the week anyway was we've got our photo shoot coming up. I'm so excited. For anyone listening, we you'll have seen it already because it's obviously the cover of our podcast, but we have yet to shoot that photo. We are scheduled, I believe it's like April 22nd. Mm-hmm. With your amazing friend, Sydney, bless her soul. I'm so excited. And uh, we just finally bought all the fits and stuff for it. And those are, my stuff should come in Monday to try on. Mine shipped should be. I'm nervous something won't fit, but also like, we'll just do what happens and see what happens and make it work. But I'm excited. Yeah, we spent our whole Wednesday afternoon after work trying to find outfits for it. And I thought it was going to be kind of simple to find something Mm -hmm. no No. (laughs) it was not I would find something it wouldn't they would be out of my size and then same for you and we've got like a clear idea of like two different looks like jeans and like a cute top and then the other one to be like blazer sets was originally the idea because I know I've seen things like that going around with like the blazer jacket and the pants and that's where I could not find pants to fit my curvy self and you just could not find any any sets that were small enough to fit you because I feel like your size was just out on everything. Mm-hmm. That's so, how it's been for me. Even whenever I go in store, remember my jeans? Yeah, we were just recently a little while back at H&M, could not find her size anywhere. And I wanted these jeans so bad, but I did order them on their website this you week. You found them? Yeah. Okay, that's good. And they have my size and I was like, out of court. <laughs> Bye now. I think we finally caved and I think we both just got like a blazer dress. Yeah. But I'm excited. Hopefully they fit. And those are the ones that are on the photo when you guys see the cover of our podcast. If not, then you know there might have been a malfunction or just (laughs) a change in decision, which is fine. I'm so excited for the shoot, though. Like, Sydney, I've done two shoots with her. She did my graduation photos. And then Mm -hmm. me and Garrett did a Valentine shoot that she was promoting. But now I get to do it with you. And it'll be so fun. Sydney's so fun to I'm excited. do that with. But then you're not also just doing it with me. You've got another one coming up. I have my birthday photo shoot. I know. Uh, are you excited? I'm so excited. You've got your fits for that? Yep. You know like what poses you're going to do or any props? Yeah, I've been sending her inspo. You're going to let her direct you? Yeah, she's probably going to do a mood board for it. Ugh, I'm excited. I think that'll be so cute. Really cute. But also, speaking of your birthday, we obviously went to Nashville for a night for mine, but we're thinking of something a little further out for yours. Do you want to tell the listeners where we might be might be going? No, we will be. Oh, okay. We are. <laughs> um, so, Wilmington, North Carolina. I saw TikToks of that place, and I'm obsessed with it. I'm like, I have to go. Yeah. I have to move there. So we're going to do like a weekend trip. Well, it's like almost a long week trip. It was like four nights almost. Yeah. But we're going to fly to Raleigh. I thought it was Raleigh and Garrett was telling me it's Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, Kylie corrected me too when I was talking. It's Raleigh? Yeah, it's Raleigh. How embarrassing. It's fine. We're not from there. It looks like Raleigh. It's spelled out like that. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we're flying there and then we're going to drive two hours to Wilmington. But if you guys haven't seen Wilmington, you need to look it up because 
Oh, they've seen so. it. If they've watched One Tree Hill, oh yeah, they've seen it because yes, we discovered that is where One Tree Hill was filmed. And I'm going to possibly refresh my memory with the show and geek out more seeing things. That is crazy. Uh, picks to come, picks to come. I wouldn't think that it would be filmed there, you know? Well, they said Outer Banks was almost filmed there. And then for like political, I don't even know the exact reasons, but they ended up moving it to South mm-hmm. Carolina instead. Yeah, I am so excited because I haven't done a vacation in almost two years. Like I've done weekend trips or taken a day off of work for a longer weekend for like bachelorettes and things like that. But I haven't done an actual vacay. You just made me realize, because you know how earlier I was talking about like, I was like telling you how my thought process was like, oh, that's a lot of money, but also like I need to travel more. I need to do more. Mm-hmm. My brain did not make that distinction that this is not just like another weekend trip, that this is actually, you're right, it is a longer classifying it as a vacation. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. we're going to a beach, so it'll feel more like a vacation, too. Okay, I just got more excited and more like solidified and spending the money and being okay with it. It's in May, so it'll be good weather, too. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm excited now. Now that you just gave me like a new point of view for it. Yeah. I've been feeling very drained and overwhelmed. So I think that'll really reset. Bring your journal. Ooh, you're going to catch me on the beach. Mm -hmm. Just journaling. (laughs) Yes. I'll probably cry and not want to go back. No. Maybe we can even find like a yoga class or just something like some sort of workout class they have there too. Just to kind of like get moving and feel good. I've been telling Garrett, I'm like, let's do yoga. He was like. You don't want to see me do yoga because <laughs> he's 6'5 and just lanky, uh, but that would be funny. It'd be good for him, though. Mm-hmm. I need to do that more just to stretch, but, and we haven't really planned it, but I don't want to do anything like crazy. I just want to go to coffee shops, go to the beach. Relax and yeah. just kind of like, just scope it out. I know I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't want to have like a full itinerary of like, no. we're going to do this, 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 and this. Maybe pick out like. One or two places we might want to try to have dinner at at some point. And for, I don't know if we said this, but it would basically just be, but it would just be Taylor, I, and Garrett going at this mm-hmm. point. I'm always the third wheel, but it's fine. No, you're not. Garrett's the third wheel. I'm just saying, somebody listening to this would be like, why are you going on vacation with a couple? And I'm like, what? No, it's just my sister and my other friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I look at it. Like, it's fine. I don't feel like you ever feel like the third wheel. I don't. I'm just teasing when okay. I say that. I 100% like, do not feel like a third wheel. If I did, I would let you know. Like, actually, we would have, like, a serious combo about it. I'd be like, You wouldn't mm-hmm. want to hang out with us. And you hang out with us all the time. I think I've just always been in maybe, like, that third wheel description without realizing it. And I've just grown okay with it. Not like, how do I say this? It doesn't bother me, is what I'm saying. And I think a lot of that has to do with being friends with Megan and Cody, like, all through high school and, like my young adult life I've been around couples and I've always been friends with couples yeah and it doesn't bother me like I I just enjoy them as people and as individuals so it's fine I feel that find me a man in North Carolina mm. oh you <laughs> no okay <laughs> we'll get into that uh I was teasing I know okay any new books shows or movies me and Garrett we're watching the boys right now which it's been out for, I feel like, a couple years. But I started watching it whenever it first came out what with is that? Mom. It's called The Boys. It's about superheroes. I, mean, I don't know. It's I don't on know. HBO. 
but we were trying to find a new show and I realized I haven't finished that one. So we've been watching that, which is, it's pretty good. Oh yeah. No, I've not seen this. I feel like he would like it. Probably. It surprises me, honestly, that he's got you watching that. Like, I Well, just... I watched it with mom and then, you know, we got busy or like she wasn't watching it. So I just wasn't. Yeah. But it's a good show. And I've been watching the Bourne series. I don't think I've heard of that. Jason Bourne. It, they're older, but um, they're on Netflix. They're, like, pushing them right now. Like, they're, like, promoting. They're, like, on, like, the new newest ads or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it hit me. I was like, ah, oh, they're putting these out there because they're piggybacking on The Night Agent. Oh, really? Yeah, because The Night Agent was so big on Netflix that they're probably pushing other government agency or government agent movies and shows right now. Yeah. And that's probably why that one kind of resurfaced. And they're like pushing it down your throat which I've never seen it before so I was like I could watch that I finished the second one last night and then I'm gonna watch the third one I'm sure it's sometime this weekend and then there's like I think a fourth I don't know mm. and aside from that book wise I got that four hour work week how do you like it I haven't really got to start it yet because I've been like just working and stuff but I want to try to make some time sometime this weekend to really dive into it and then next week I'll give you an update on it okay but I am excited for that excited. I know excited I looked it up on Amazon, and it has, like, 125,000 reviews. It is viral. Like, it's crazy. I know. I'm surprised I haven't heard of it. I'm, like, super pumped for it. And this is, like, the most recent version. That's why mine was a little more expensive, because after so many years, they kind of updated a little bit, Mm -hmm. because obviously things change and times change, but supposedly it still can apply to the way life is now. When it first came out, what I did read from the beginning, it was talking about how to basically like how to take care of yourself if you didn't think your company was going to like offer you retirement like it wanted you to think long term and like save money and like put like how to invest in things and how to minimize the 40 hour work week and actually like take your time back kind of thing and it's crazy too because when that came out everybody always like had a company that had the retirement funds and things like that and now after covid and everything we're at this point where companies closed people don't have the retirements things like stuff's going crazy so it anything it's more applicable now than it was then but it's called four hour work week it's talking about how this guy works only four hours a week and he's for like a company himself and he's like a oh, millionaire okay. billionaire One Ooh, of the two. give me that book yes <laughs> he went from 40 hours a week to four which yes. i truly believe that we shouldn't be working 40 hours a week. No. Really, four days a week, done by two, eight to two. I feel like that's a solid work day, in my opinion. No, I agree with you. It's overkill. And we're like the only country that does it like this, truly. I know. That's just insane. Well, I take it back. I think China might be kind of crazy work ethics wise, but um, like France and like Italy, like all their work times and breaks like it's so different it's crazy tell us but i am excited and i will let you know how that goes well i'm currently reading heart bones by colleen hoover which my mom bought it for me because i got her on colleen hoover Mm -hmm. and she loved them and she bought me heart bones she's like you have to read this one i was like okay and i got into it is it good 
It's so good. What's what's it about without giving it away? Mm. Short summary. It's about this girl that grew up really poor mm-hmm. and something happens with her mom. So she has to go live with her dad that she's not close with. And her dad married a woman that has like a lot of money. And they she goes to stay with him and they have a beach house and she's there for the summer and she has a stepsister that she's connecting with and there's this guy that lives next door i love me a heartthrob next door like and it's on the beach uh i don't know me the last song vibes yeah kind of but i've been i've been reading that i kind of quit because life got busy but it's it's worth the read girl Okay. I'm telling you. You let me know. I will. I'm really into like all the fiction stuff right now, but honestly, the self help book basically is. But this this self help book is definitely different for me, but also something that I feel like would just be really beneficial. But I do want to get more into like just the simple romance novels like that, which is good stories. Those are my go to. That's what I read. Or mysterious. What's another word for that? Mystery. Mystery. Yeah. I have a mystery one that you should read that I haven't finished yet, but I think you would love it. What is it? It's over there on the shelf. It's called The Guest List. Basically, it's called The Guest List. I got it and then I I didn't get like, I didn't start it or read it, but I've heard great things about it. I need to get back into it. I like maybe got a chapter in, but it's about a wedding that happens on like an isolated island. Everybody travels to this island, like a private island kind of thing for this wedding and somebody ends up murdered and then there's a storm and the power goes out and they're all cut off from everyone and they're stuck on this island trying to figure out who the murderer is is it is it old like an old book no is it new it's newer oh yeah that does sound intriguing Mm -hmm. when I started reading it I think what turned me off and I put it back down when I first got it was every chapter is a different point of view because there's so many different people I don't like those kind of books. See, it turned me off, so I put it down. Yeah. But I, I always see, like, great reviews on this one. One thing I don't like with books is when they have two different point of views for the characters. And whenever they are... What am I saying right now? What am I saying? I don't know. What are you saying? <laughs> like, whenever the book is present and then a new chapter starts and it's past the tense. past. I don't like it. You know? Yeah. It's not... I think there's a few authors who can really do it well, where I'm intrigued if it's, like, the girl's point of view and then it jumps to the guys. But I remember when they first became a thing, I was just like, what is this? Like, because I was Mm -hmm. so used to just, like, the generic, this is your person, this is her point of view, or his point of view, and this is what you're reading. And then with the back and forth, it was like, whoa, I was not ready for the perception change. Um, But I've grown to like it. What's that book that we were reading? After... Mm-hmm. Anna Todd. Okay, yeah, her. She does that with the guy and girl. Yeah. And I loved that. Because you wanted both perspectives. It gives you more insight to it does. the story. But honestly, from an author point of view, I can't imagine how hard it would be to create... That's very in-depth and perceptive of the author to be able to explain things from two different people's point of views mm-hmm. at the same time. And it actually sound like... This is actually the thoughts from a girl, and this is actually the thoughts from a guy. I agree. I need to finish those books, too. Yeah. Mm. And the movies. (sighs) Yeah. Uh... I know. (laughs) 
But the third one was good. You really need to watch that one. I watched it. You know they're making another one? Yeah. Even though the books don't go that far? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. They don't, they're making another one, apparently, and the books don't go that far, and Anna Todd, the author, isn't going to be having any input on this. What? That's at least what I saw on TikTok. I'd oh. have to, like, verify it, because they were asking in an interview about the next book, or the next movie, and um, the girl that plays Tess, she, like, looked kind of awkward, and, like, you could tell she's, like, missing some of their fingers and stuff. Like, you could tell, like, she was uncomfortable, and I think it's because of how the fandom's probably going to get, like, upset about that, because they cut out the author, and then they're going rogue, basically, at this point now, because they just keep trying mm-hmm. to, like, I think, squeeze it out, maybe, or push yeah. it. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I just saw that one interview. Yeah. That's just what I got from it, but. Moving on. See. I sent you a text. Okay. This is supposedly a quiz. What's your attachment style? <laughs> Improve your relationships today. Ooh, I, I feel like mine has changed. There's four on here. There is anxious, preoccupied, fearful, avoidant, dismissive, avoidant, and securely attached. And it says the quiz can take, I think it said five minutes. So you're going to hit take start quiz and I'm going to hit start quiz. And we're just going to take it for a second. First question. <laughs> and then share Are you results. in a relationship? Well, don't read them out loud. I'm going to take mine. Okay, we're going to take the quiz really quick, and then we'll come right back. All right, did you get your results? I did. Okay, what did you get? Mine says, I got, you have a fearful, avoidant attachment style. I have. It says, you have an anxious, preoccupied attachment style. I feel like we got two of the worst ones. (laughs) Mine's accurate, though. Oh, did you already read it? I read some of them. So mine says, does any of this sound like you? The first one, it says, you often want to connect deeply with others, but can get cold feet when things become more serious. Yeah. And then once a relationship gets more serious, emotional chaos begins and you start going back and forth in your mind between wanting to stay versus wanting to leave. And then you often overgive in relationships to the point of feeling resentful or burnt out and resentment can cause you to become angry at times and express your emotions in unhealthy ways or to shut off completely. I do that. Mm-hmm. I shut down and you notice any shift in a partner's behavior at times causing you to feel suspicious and on high alert, which I can do, but I also you've gotten better with that one. Yeah. But yeah. But sometimes like my brain will be like, what's happening, you know, and it can feel very scary for you to rely on others and ask others for help or favors. You find yourself struggling to trust that relationships can really work long term. I feel like I've always been like that, yeah. which I would say about five years ago, I would always tell Lauren, I know I'm going to get divorced. She's like, Taylor, don't say that. Oh, and I'm like, I didn't know you used to say that. Yeah. Because I'm like, people change, feelings change. And I'm like, how can two people really be together for the rest of their lives? Because so many people get divorced. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to get divorced. But that was five years ago. And I have two more. Yeah, it says you can fear abandonment at times and also find yourself fearing being betrayed by others. And you may struggle with feelings of guilt and shame. I do. You ready to hear mine? I am. I haven't read it yet. So we're going to read this together. You have an anxious, you have an anxious, preoccupied attachment style. Your fear of abandonment may be getting in the way of you forming a healthy relationship that lasts. You're an extremely empathetic person who has mastered the art of connecting with others on a deep and real level. 
You may be a social butterfly or deeply value being in a long-term relationship. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That is you. (laughs) That is you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is terrifying. This is, you're an expert at reading people and are the person your friends turn to when they need help. Yet, ironically, your relationships are often a huge source of your pain in your life. (gasps) This is scary. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, it says, um, because you have such an enormous desire for deep connections, losing the people closest to you is one of your biggest fears. This deep fear causes you to do whatever it takes to stay close to them, even if that means sacrificing your own needs and boundaries in the process. I feel personally attacked right now reading this. Two more. (laughs) Your Your underlying fear of abandonment is amplified in romantic relationships. Especially when you find yourself dating someone who likes their space, someone who isn't very emotionally expressive, or someone who doesn't appear to really need you. When you're met with these situations, you constantly feel like you're giving and giving and giving, but not getting anything back in return. All of this leads you to wonder, why aren't I enough? Can we? I have no words. Capitalize on like my largest past relationship because that's exactly what that just felt like I read. This is crazy. Uh, you need to screenshot that and show your therapist. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll be like, girl, we haven't even got into all of this yet, but you're going to see. All right. It's got one more paragraph and we're done. Because of this internal struggle, it's common for you to become angry and resentful towards your partner when they're not meeting your expectations. Not knowing how to express yourself best, you may pick fights with your partner constantly pushing them away only to reaffirm your beliefs that you're going to be abandoned in the end and end up alone. I don't feel like you do that. I don't think I was, like, picking a bunch of random right. fights. But I do feel like I might have got in my own head sometimes mm-hmm. and put him on a pedestal that, yeah. and expected oh. more from him than he was able to give, which wasn't fair to him or me. Yeah. Oof. Girl. That was insane. That was scary accurate. Ooh. Underneath that, it says... Does any of this sound familiar? Let me see. I love this. We're going to put the link to this quiz in the episode description. You guys definitely take it. Oh my gosh. Let us know if you feel like this is accurate for you. Answer honestly, though. I don't know if you have this on your page, but it says, what is in an, what is an attachment style? And it says, your attachment style represents the subconscious. I can't say subconscious 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 okay okay on that page it says what is an attachment style okay well mine says um fearful avoidance often experience chaos in their childhood leaving them to have more complicated and confusing relationships as adults when someone has a different attachment style than you it's no different than trying to play a board game with someone who has a completely different set of rules for how to play the game When you have a different set of rules and expectations for love, it's easy for things to be more confusing, defeating, and overwhelming than they need to be. Oh, I need therapy. (laughs) I need therapy after this. Uh, I am so shocked at at how accurate that was. Yeah, mine says an anxious, preoccupied attachment style is what you end up with if you received inconsistent emotional support. From your primary caregivers during your childhood. This is crazy. It doesn't mean that you were severely neglected, but maybe in your early years, your parents weren't around much due to work schedules or because they were busy taking care of siblings. 
Or maybe they were present physically, but were cold or withdrawn, unable to express themselves, relate to you, or understand what you needed from them at the time. Holy cow. Crazy, crazy. I knew that we would get different ones. We handle things differently. Yeah. I'm more reserved. I used to be a very, very, very open book. I still am to a point, but not as crazy as I was. So I know we're we're definitely unique and different individuals when it comes to how we handle things emotionally. Yeah, that made me realize I have a lot to work on. It's okay, girl. We'll get into therapy, okay? Therapy's amazing. I love therapy. It's like the best thing I've ever decided to do. I know. I've been wanting to. It's just like trying to find. Or it's just like being proactive. Yeah. With doing it. So that's a little bit about us. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, I guess we were going to wrap it up. This has been fun. Really? Yeah, I like this one. Who would have thought that just like doing little quizzes and just like deep diving into these things and just casually catching up. This might be like maybe more the direction we go in. I don't know. We're just still figuring out our style. Yeah. Let us know if you guys like this episode or not. Definitely comment. Thumbs up. Let us know because we will gladly do it again. Absolutely. But definitely listen to the podcast for anyone who cares wherever you can get your podcasts. Until next week. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.